T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. And I mean, I think, you know, he had talked for most of his career about not wanting things to end the way that they did with Favre because he knew what that felt like as a fan. He knew, you know, he wasn't going to put Jordan Love through that. He's always from day one. I mean, we were at training camp. He's. It seemed from, you know, the, the observing eye that he had a great relationship with Jordan. He was never going to, like, not help him. He always was in his yeah. corner giving him tips. So I think kind of like this this farewell. McAfee was a farewell to me. It was him coming on the show and taking 45 minutes of uninterrupted time to thank Green Bay, to thank the yeah. fans, yeah. and to, to acknowledge how special it was. Because, you know, it's like you said, it could have been scorched earth. The Favre thing felt ugly, right? Yeah. And I think Rogers knew enough to say that whatever I do, wherever I go, this cannot be ugly. So for him to thank everyone and say, look, I, I just don't want to be done playing, but I understand the business side of things. Like he said, yeah. Jordan has to play. They have to know who he is and what they have in him. And I, it made me respect him more for doing that. And it, it kind of made it sting a little more, right? Because you're like, oh, if he had been spiteful and vengeful, it's really easy to just turn be that mad. page. Yeah. But now you're just sentimental, which I appreciate. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think his I'm glad you brought up his comments about Jordan because I think they were huge. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like he has he has handled this backup situation completely differently because he was on the receiving end of a much different situation, has always said that he did not want to be that way. And you can believe him or not. We've seen it right. Like mm-hmm. we've physically been in person and seen the way that he interacts with not just love, but Kurt Banker the last few seasons. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. <laughs> like he loves his QB room and he has been a, a very, very like strong advocate for the two of them. We watched in training camp as he taught them the footwork drills. Like this is not like hyperbole here that he just like, oh, like he's he's a you know, he loves Jordan Love. He just says it in front of the media. No, like we have watched him be a coach and a mentor in person. So for him to come out and say, like, I love Jordan. He's going to have a great career. He's a great kid. Like it, you believe it. Like when, when he says that, um, I, I do wonder, I just, I think he actually really does care about the franchise and about his legacy. Yeah. And I think that he must feel, I wonder, this is more of a question. I do wonder if he feels like, okay, now I'm handing the reins over, right? This is like mm-hmm. taking, it's like when the the queen steps down and they coronate a new 
you know, like monarch. It's like, it's like, is this, that what this feels like, you know, cause that's what green Bay has been. Now is Jordan love the next great coming of quarterbackers. I, I don't know, but like it in green Bay, there is a little bit, it just feels a little bit more serious. The passing of the torch because it doesn't get passed that often. So I do wonder if that has mattered to him or if he's taken that. I'm sure he has, if what we know about Aaron Rodgers, like I'm sure he takes that very seriously. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough to talk about, honestly, because, you know, I think Andy Herman said it really well on Twitter. He said something like, it's like when you've read the same book and you're 99.9% sure that the next book you read is going to be worse, but you're just ready to read something new. Like you're reading the best novel of your life. And the last 30 years have been like this amazing novel that the Packers have written and they've had hall of fame quarterback play. And every season you've woken up and said like, they have a shot, you know, like it's been fun to have that anticipation every season. And there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. We have no idea. You know, the likelihood of that happening of, of I'm literally looking as we recorded this picture of Bart Starr, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. the likelihood that we're going to get like a Jordan love stuck up in there is very slim, but yeah. to, to be Packers fans and turn the page and not knowing what the future is like, I think there's something intriguing about but it. We're almost. so excited about it. And right, I, exactly. do think, I do think like the excitement of moving on has been aided better in the way Rogers is handling yes. the transition mm-hmm. for sure. I agree. Okay. So that happened. It was 45 <laughs> minutes. There were lots of quotes in there. One I do want to ask you about, because when I heard it, I was like, Oh, um, that he's arguably the greatest player in franchise history. Like, it's really interesting hearing someone say that about themselves because it can come off as like quite arrogant, but at the same time, like, he's right. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, bro. I mean, like you said the quiet part out loud, I guess. Um, He is right. He is one of. Oh yeah. He, uh, it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, Mark was asking me as we were driving home, like, are you excited to talk about all this with Perry? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm always excited. And he was like, what are you going to talk about with the Rogers stuff? And I was like, I just, I need other people's perspectives on this quote, right? Because it was really polarizing. You can argue, yes, he's he has to be in your top five. Like, you know, whatever you feel about Aaron Rodgers as a person, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, has to be in your top five list all five, like all time as far as a talent perspective. So for him to say that, I, it's hard he's to disagree wrong. with him. Yeah, like, but it's like, it's like you said, you said the quiet part out loud, dude. Like, but when you're looking at, I I don't want to use the word leverage, but I think it was his way of saying like, I'm ready to pass the torch. And I don't think he was trying to put like any pressure on Jordan love, but it was like, this chapter is ending. This era is ending, but I want to make sure everybody knows as I'm off to New York, that I was one of the best to ever do it. I mean, as if anyone could forget that. Right. But I I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like I think he wants to. I can see how he would be like, Look, the franchise has decided they want to, to move get rid on of the best player from ever. me. Right. And but like I get that, right? Like I do see how there are probably so many mixed emotions within this entire situation and just I mean, bittersweet is probably the only way to like accurately describe it. It's just like just remember. Just remember. 
Um, I, I do want to ask you this though, too, because you know, he made the comment about being one of the best to ever do it. And I agree. I thought it was kind of telling the way that he talked about the front office. And he said, like he acknowledges Packers players know that the franchise historically will move on from you a year too early, as opposed to a year too late. Like, They've done it with a number of players like that have gone on to have really good seasons. And, you know, I think it's fair for him to say, like, he wants to be in that conversation to go prove like I can have an MVP all pro kind of season, not in green and gold. And, you know, the the Packers own that and they'll acknowledge that that's something that they do as a franchise. But do you think that does anything or says anything about the front office? Like, do you think it affects the mindset of players like maybe Aaron Jones that have these expectations of maybe staying in green and gold and don't know if that's attainable for them? Or do you think it's just kind of like a case by case thing that we just have a lot of examples to to cherry pick? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think these players have a better understanding of the way this business works than like fans do. I think fans get like very sentimental and I'm sure players do too, but this is like their job. You know what I mean? So I don't know if there's like too many hard feelings when it comes to stuff like this, unless you're, I mean, in a very specific situation, I I think players have a much like deeper understanding. Like I could get cut at any time. Like I know this is a cutthroat business. I know that this is a results-based business. I know that this is an ageist business. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's necessarily as, I mean, Rogers has also illuminated this issue, quote unquote issue, a lot in the last few years because he feels like players like maybe deserve a little bit more as they're aging and going out of the franchise. And he hasn't necessarily agreed with the way the franchise has handled some of those players. And I think this is like a great debate topic because on the one hand it's a business, but it is a human business and humans have feelings um, and these humans put their bodies on the line for this business. So I don't know if there's like a wrong or right answer here. That was well said. I Thanks. I, I don't really know where to take it from here, honestly. I mean, like we we don't know what the compensation is going to look like. We This deal is not done, obviously. That's why we're talking no. more with our hearts, I guess, at this point than, than any, figuring out any uh, trade compensation. But I just hope it's fair compensation i like i wouldn't be surprised anymore if it's not a first round pick like agreed i do get that but at the same time i'm like man you're not gonna give a first round pick for aaron freaking rogers right 
that's weird yeah and i mean i think the hard part right is just the the unknown of how long he wants to play rogers could say like you know i'm gonna play a year he could say i want to play two to three years so yeah Um, i mean it's fair though right like he was saying this because he got out of the darkness retreat and he was like i need to start working out and i need to see how my body feels and like the dude's turning 40 i get why this is like a year by year basis for him like tom brady was the same way at the end of his career like you never know all of a sudden like the switch can flip and like your body just simply cannot do what it used to do anymore that's normally when you're, when you're a normal human and you turn 30. I'm experiencing that right now. I'm about to turn 30. <laughs> my body's falling apart. Um, I wake up every day and things crack. But uh, no, I mean, exactly. You're right. You know, you have to kind of play it, play it by ear in those situations. So I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. But it, I think at the end of the day, I left feeling very sentimental about the whole thing i didn't and i think you know the thing is too i don't know how fans felt about this it's hard to take anything out of like twitter is always going to be polarizing people like facebook social media whatever on every issue not just football but i i will say i left the pat mcafee show feeling sentimental bittersweet excited for jordan love you know content for rogers sad to see that chapter ending like it was it was all the emotions i think excited for rogers to get to go play somewhere it is all the emotions it just feels it feels right i think it's unfortunate that like you know we couldn't win another ring in the matt lafleur era like everyone felt like we could and he couldn't ride off into the sunset into this like ideal perfect world but this does feel this does feel like right in a way and it's almost been easier because we've been able to like mentally prepare for the last few months for this to happen 2400 sports is an odyssey company we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 